And he's uh, gone. No, I'm not gone. Don't. No, I was. I had to walk over to the other computer <laughs> and record. And he's gone. I'm sorry if I sound terrible. What? Why? Uh, children, JJ. That's my. I, I sounded like this earlier to you today. Are you ready? <coughs> hey, how you doing? Oh, that's, that's bad. That's how I sounded in your house. Oh, you weren't supposed to talk yet. I didn't give him the. I didn't give him the heads up that it was a secret. Well, Michael's back, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> I had a feeling that was going to happen. I had this. I had this little planned thing. Uh, about telephones, and then I was going to say, and you know who else could pick up the phone? Uh, and then it was going to be Michael. Uh, but I didn't warn you about that, so we're back to our old uh, selves here on episode 345 of We Were Gamers. Michael's come back to save the podcast. Back to full strength. Oh, Thank God. man. Thank God. We were floundering there, man. I don't know if you saw those videos. We were doing great. We were having a fun time, but I don't know if they were any good. You guys definitely seem to be having fun. Unclear how many more Steam Deck videos we could make without having to like find other content. <laughs> uh, you know, that's a good question, JJ. I, hmm, you know, I'm having a good time futzing around with that Steam Deck. It's been a little weird going in and having to like, even after EMU Deck, like if I want to emulate something on the PlayStation... Um, and it doesn't come through uh, a RetroArch emulator. So even so, even Emulation Station will launch standalone emulators, which we didn't know. Um, but it's a it, front. It's a front end. It it's a front actually... end. I thought yeah. it. I thought it was just a front end for RetroArch, but it's a front end for literally anything installed. So. If it's launching things that are not RetroArch compliant, it's still uh, you need to go in and like set shortcuts and do all that sort of finicky stuff uh, over and over again. So even that's not perfect. But, uh, you know, being able to be like, you know what game I really want to play again and don't want to spend $80 for? Jade Mm -hmm. Cocoon. (laughs) That sounds like a good plan. I don't think that game is worth $80. Uh, we're going to find out. I got it installed and working. Now it's time to actually play it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Retro stuff. Kind of interesting. Um, I did fiddle with some of those retro yeah. settings because you got me on the like, nah, Emulation Station's pretty good. Uh, there is Emulation Station DE. Yes. Or de- Desktop Edition. Yes. Uh, which I installed uh, and was using to play uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night last week. Ooh. Uh, it's a pretty good game. Uh, <laughs> but a there are classic. still like a couple of a couple of things with that where like I'm like, oh, I want to turn this weird emulator option on. Ah, I can't bring that menu up in here. This is like not the I don't have the like extra keyboard settings set. Because you have to set those in the emulator, not in emulation station. Exactly. And I have to, yeah. Like, go find the emulator and bind yep. the like key yep. press so that I can do the weird thing to yep. turn That's... scan lines off or whatever. Yep. And like, yeah. This is exactly the issues that I've been running into. Is like, yes, this is great, but also it's still tinkery. 
I don't know. I, mean, if I, I don't know. If I just wanted to play the game, I was playing the game within like sure. 10 seconds of installing sure. the thing. But like, I wanted to play it the way I wanted. Yeah. Now you, wanna, you gotta fiddle. If you wanna last, get out of it. last 5%. Well, exactly I was watching, um, I, as a backer of Tim Rogers' Patreon, have these like videos that he has sent out. And one of them, he's playing Boku no Natsuyatsumi 4 on the PSP. Uh, except not on the PSP. He's using, what is it, PPSPH? PPSSPP, I think. PPSSPP, one of those. But he's playing it on a, a 4K screen. So... <laughs> So he has the emulator doing a 10x render. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's amazing. It was amazing. It looked amazing. I was watching it in 1080p, and it still looked like, whoa! Like the backgrounds, you can tell they're a little fuzzy because you can't re-render them. They're just static, you know. Some of them, uh, but like the re-rendered models were like, well, this is PlayStation Three quality minimum, you know. Weird and cool. I don't know, Michael. Did you follow along with our videos? Yeah, I I didn't get to finish the most recent one, but uh, oh, but yeah, did you you didn't make it to the part of the most recent one where I announced my uh, retirement from owning a lot of retro equipment? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. I think it's a big shift. Uh, shift rhymes with no, it doesn't it's, rhyme no, with this shift. is liter- this is literally the perfect transition. You guys don't understand. Okay. Was we're, we're talking about shift. We're going to talk about a ship. I, I was just about to say shift doesn't <laughs> rhyme with ship, but it sounds similar. Plant, didn't I? I didn't even get it out of my mouth. Have you guys, ever, rhyme. Have you guys ever heard of, oh, ship, of Har- Good point. ship of Harkinian? Uh, not until you sent a text message about it. And then only then after digging into what is a ship of Harkinian direct. You, did I why did you out? look it up? I told you not to look it up. Oh, you told me to look it up. No, that's not what I typed. You read it wrong. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, you I'm not going to ruin it for Michael. Makes perfect I'm, sense. Here I'm not going to ruin it for Michael. I have not actually looked it up. Hey guys, you heard hey, of this you. game? Yes, I. This game is near and dear to my heart, and it looks like it is running on your PC. Uh, yep, it is. This is the ship of Harkinian. No, it's uh, yes, it is. You're right. It's the ship of Harkinian. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, For people not on the YouTube, what what is it a uh, similar game to, JJ? Uh, no, it's not a similar game. It is a PC port of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Made from a dumped debug ROM, uh, which people can get on the internet. Uh, go it's check it out out there. Decompiled, right? Decompiled and recompiled natively for the PC. Huh. And... I want to show how much cool stuff this thing can do. Sorry, there's like a audio coming through here, so it's hard to. Uh, I don't. We. I don't have it on. I think. Oh, it's per- muted. perfect. Okay. So yeah, it's, we're just looking okay. at it. So uh, that's uh, actually better. So JJ, I saw what this was after your post because I misread your thing and said, "Oh, uh, I guess I should look up what it is so we can talk about it." Um, I only read a little bit because I knew you were going to talk about it a lot. Uh. And I didn't want to like ruin whatever you were gonna say. Do you uh, think the N sixty four controller is weird and wish you could just use like a normal controller? Bones yeah, rebind yeah. every single key in the game. <laughs> that's what's this that's whole, real nice. What's this whole right stick thing though? That's weird. What's a right stick? They didn't have that on the N sixty four. 
Sure. Uh, no, they had. Oh wait, they had. They uh, had a middle stick. Middle stick, and then they got oh, this two, whole menu two here D pads. Basically, this whole menu here of enhancements. So if as I, I was down to uh, controller settings, as I was selling my uh, N64 this week, I realized the N64 had two D pads. Yeah, it did. Yeah. They just separated the buttons, mm-hmm. but it had two D pads. Who yep. thought of that? No one. Yeah. I mean, I bought, I don't know. Nintendo. I don't know if you guys remember us talking about it, but I did end up buying a retro fighters controller for that system, which attempted to try and make it the, uh, N64 controller into a normal controller. Mm. Okay. It just rearranged all the buttons. So like the Z trigger on the back was uh like a this uh r2 triggers and then the l and r trigger were still above it you know from the original n64 controller and it moved the stick to the left stuff like that this one uh ship of harkinian has all these options i'm under uh controller uh configuration here uh right stick analog hey this game now just plays like a normal game with a normal camera you could just use the right stick to oh control the camera. what oh, man it has oh, a yeah, camera dude how yeah, just normal recompiled the game you can do whatever you want man yeah the i guess you can 3d so all the textures are there theoretically you could spin the camera around mm-hmm. how do they deal with the um off-screen stuff that's supposed to render to come onto screen uh they just render it when you're on the screen and what? not when you're not i guess they fixed the bugs that would, would... oh dude this uh this column here uh if you guys are looking there's so many p- enhancements like here do you want to just like save some time oh there's like yep. text speed, speed? Text. yeah 5x sounds good <laughs> uh, you can change you can change the big goron's forge time yeah wow yeah, do you think that climbing ladders and vines takes a million years yeah you, you should just turn make this it slider up to like 500x and you're like shoot up the ladder okay. oh so having watched having watched a ton of speed runs the fact that you can speed up king zora moving over on his throne is uh-huh. hilarious yep. <laughs> and, and so you know besides all these like really interesting there's like difficulty modifiers Ooh, like, you can right, pull like, graves the during the day off. there's a whole menu of cheats you can just like turn infinite anything on and no damage or whatever and there's a hundred million menus for randomizer stuff. Oh, do you want huh. to play the randomizer? Here's a trillion configurations you can do for this to set this up to be your randomizer. Oh, do you want to like, you know, those cool things that streamers have to like show you the uh, checks and all the various like things that you do or don't have. Yeah, hey, here it is. You can just pop it open and it'll, they'll just highlight it for you when you get the thing. There's no work. It just does it. So does this have the thing that all the uh, people that love Skyrim have done and have texture packs you can add on? Oh, uh, not only that, it has texture editors. <laughs> oh, man. So you could like upgrade this to like 4K or something? Oops, where is it? Graphics. Uh, I got to find that. No, that's the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There man, is the one N64. in here, uh, that allows you to like turn on rainbow mode and like randomize colors of things. It's like, hey, do you not like Link's tunic? What if it's a different color? And then the red <laughs> tunic is pink and the other tunic is red. <laughs> and you just like make all kinds of things, whatever you want. And like 
You can have it play rainbows when you pick stuff up. There's all kinds of crazy stuff you can do with this thing. Wow. That's great. Uh... I am amazed that they continue to not be in Nintendo's crosshairs for this thing. So this doesn't the this game, right? Uh, Ship of Harkinian is a you have to provide the ROM files, right? Oh. When you download this from their Discord, uh, you can join for free. Search search it out, Ship of Harkinian, just how it sounds. Uh, it's a GitHub database. And it is a compiled set of things that require you to input a ROM. Oh, so you need and to own specifically and dump you need your own. A, uh, no, because unless you have a PAL version debug ROM, it won't do what you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't um, have that. I have an NTSC yeah. N64 version. Yeah, and I have a 3DS version. This won't do what you want, uh, but look, it's not very hard to find the version that's needed. Uh, you can just search for it. They give you things to search for that will make it very obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find it and provide it to this, uh, and then it will be able to play the game. Because if you don't provide the ROM, uh, it doesn't do anything. This is not what this looks <laughs> like without the ROM, right? Yeah. Uh, but it is great. I mean, like, you can also see, like, man, these models sure look nice. You know? Like, this is running at what sixty something FPS, I think. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Pushing seventy. Yeah, pushing cool. seventy here. Um, it supports all kinds of crazy things to like interpolate frames between the standard N sixty four frames, so that you can get sixty FPS without screwing up the physics and doing all kinds of crazy things by actually rendering that many frames. It's a really really cool project, and uh, I just wanted to show this off a little bit because. I saw a streamer playing it, and I was like, oh my god, you can do this yourself. Look at that draw distance. Yeah, you can turn draw distance off in the menu. You just go in there and uncheck it, and it removes all the fog, removes all the level of detail stuff, so everything renders at highest quality. It's cool, man. It has like a trillion settings. I don't even keep all of them up. You know, there's too many to show off here, but... Yeah. uh, I thought this was like such a cool thing that you could do, because like... You know, it has all these presets, too, for people who've, like, played or not played uh, Ocarina before. You know, you can set it to be default, which is just straight up, hey, play the N64 game. Mm. You can set, oh, like, Vanilla Plus, where we get you some little quality of life stuff. You know, we speed up the ladders, we help you skip the text boxes. You know, we'll we'll do, like, some little quality of life stuff, but it's basically the game. Then they have, like, all the enhancements, which, like, turn it into a completely different game, right? It's like skip every Navi cutscene, <laughs> skip all the like <laughs> stuff you don't care about at the beginning, right? Like, let you get into actually playing the game. Um, you know, just straight up start after Kokiri Forest, you know? Um, let's, like, anyway, there's a billion options. I can't possibly go through them all. And then, you know, like, it involves uh, stuff that was, like, available in debug builds, but never came out in, like, the final versions. Um... I don't know if you remember, Andrew, do you know uh, what version of Zelda Ocarina of Time you have? Uh, the pr- probably first release because it's a gold cart. Was Ganon's blood red? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I can't recall. It's been a long time since I played my cart version and not the 3DS version that I have. Uh, hmm. So that was a thing that they changed at some point where uh, 
one of the later versions, Ganon's blood stopped started being green and not red. All oh. right, you want to fix it though? They got the checkbox. <laughs> Turn it on. <laughs> you know, uh, they also have a bunch of like you know uh, debug cutscenes and like uh, fixes for all kinds of weird bugs or, or like enabling of bugs. Right? They've removed bugs that existed and speedrunners use that you can turn on and off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so yeah, a really really cool thing. Uh, and this is running natively. I'm not like running an emulator here. This is using Windows and rendering this game, which. I just think it's so cool. Well, props to them. This is awesome. All right. I can close this here. Beep. That's there awesome. Whew. Whew. I don't know how we follow that. I think we just go home. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Good pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's uh, kind of. I. I've been really enjoying all this um, retro stuff. And so like. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, this is like the coolest thing. I'm going to definitely end up down a spiraling hole of retro stuff. Seeing so many people start to play retro stuff again. For, I think it kind of it, it got into like and became a niche for a while. Where it was like, oh, I bought that expensive analog thing or um, I deal with like these really complicated things on my computer in order to get it done. And now it's just like, yeah, I don't know. You got a Steam Deck. You could probably just emulate everything from before 2004 you know yeah ship of harkinian runs on linux by the way oh so it runs on the steam deck natively is what you're saying if you wanted to yeah i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) just just breathe that into the microphone very quietly just just fyi FYI. (laughs) um but you know what else runs in all kinds of places though i don't Yo, Michael, you still on that Vampire Survivors? That runs on oh, literally yeah. anything. You know it. So what what have you gotten up to at this point? Um, What have I gotten up to? So I have played, I think I've played through all the main levels at this point. Okay. Uh, you bought the DLC the... for the game at this point or no? No, I'm still just playing on my phone. Is the DLC available for the phone version? Not that I'm aware of, but I haven't gone and looked at the store... Uh, since I first downloaded it. Ah, that's a good question. I will look it up while you guys are talking. Okay. Yeah, but I uh, I found a magic scroll, JJ. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and yeah? It's, uh, it's got some uh, some unique new challenges. Sure does, doesn't it? Yeah. A scroll? Yeah, so there is a, uh, there's a magic scroll that's hidden in one of the levels, Andy. And it... Uh, is it on the it, map? Is it a question mark? Will I be able yes, to find it, it when I get there? You'll be able to find it when you get to the right level. Okay. Um, but yeah, so w- when you collect the scroll, you get a new menu on the main screen called Secrets. Oh. And Secrets is in two parts. So the first part is that it drops you, I think it's 15, um, sort of obscure-ish hints on tasks to complete within certain levels okay and if you manage to complete the task you get new unlocks Uh, so that's part one and then part two is a a text entry field that just says cast spell cast spell okay Mm -hmm. yes and so one of the hints in that list of 15 is cast the spell and then it gives you a random string of text to punch into that it's not uh, random 
Oh, okay. It gives a you a string. <laughs> yeah, it gives you a string of text. It's a specific string of text that's an allusion to a code you could enter for your name in Castlevania Symphony of the Night to start in luck mode, I believe. Okay. Oh. And the character you get when you cast this spell, Michael, have you used them? I have not used them yet. Uh, they're terrible. <laughs> um, but <laughs> because I think, it's I think it's a character. luck. It's got a character with like a full luck stat or something. So yeah. I think it's similar to the way it works in Symphony of the Night. Is that when you are in luck mode, all your stats are horribly low, like so so low. But you have a huge amount of luck. And I think it's the same in Vampire Survivors. It lowers like a bunch of other stats. But oh, the character bummer. is super fast and has luck. Yeah, the and, character's description is just at least they're lucky. Uh, luck in this game isn't great. Uh, you know, it's I didn't bad, say it was though. bad. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. Getting an extra choice is good. It's not the only thing luck does. Oh. Uh, but it's the only like really obvious visual thing until you start getting into like some of the crazy stats and the stuff in the back. Like once you get the arcanas and stuff. Okay. Know, you guys doing yeah. arcanas? I assume you are, right? Yeah, slowly collecting some of those. Yeah, I, I've been uh, working on filling out my list of the arcanas. And some of them give luck bonuses to certain weapons. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, if you have this weapon you will deal more damage based on this thing scales with luck or something like that. Man, I need to play this game a lot more than I play it. <laughs> I play yeah. like I play like 30 minutes a week. But, but I mean some that's the, of the uh, some of the characters that you get Andy um just start off a run with an upgraded weapon instead of a normal weapon. Oh. Well, yeah. that's cool. Do you want to just do you want to just like start with the evolved axe? Here you go. Or infinite daggers. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Wow. I haven't I haven't found the ones that start off with the evolved uh, garlic or the evolved book yet, but I think there probably are some. Oh, I'm sure they get there. I mean, I mean, it's just like before where he like eventually filled in all the weapons, and now you got everyone with every weapon or something like that. That's amazing. Uh, no DLC for the phone yet. Sorry, bud. Ah, uh, well. The wait continues. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, since you're both back here and you both have been following D&D recently, since you've gotten the new books you were hoping for with the Dragonlance novels, I get to ask you both a question. Mm-hmm. What's going on with D&D? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I try to stay. I try to stay off and out of the internet uh, fracases, fracas, fracas, as much as possible these days. Uh, but this one uh, gets got everywhere, like the news, literally. Where to start? Um, okay, Michael, how much of this are you aware of? I've skimmed an article or two, um, okay. so I'm I'm aware kind of of the highlights. Is it going to affect Dragonlance? No. In, no, in the essence that this is a problem between Wizards of the Coast and people that publish open source D&D stuff, basically. So not fans directly, but fans of things people that are related? People who don't have... 
people that people who aren't using Wizards of the Coast's IP, right? Dragonlance is using Wizards of the Coast's IP, and so therefore they are like they have some kind of agreement signed. Okay. Right. Whereas when people, um, you know, for for the this is specifically this stuff has all been based on the tabletop D and D stuff, right? So we're not talking about video games or books here. Really, we're talking about tabletop materials. Oh, okay. So no, like to... Forgotten Realms stuff. Like it's this is this is right. like based on the gaming is, side of it. All that stuff is owned by Wizards Holy, right? You can't okay. use any. You can't put Drizzt in your uh, <laughs> adventure without. I mean, I can with like. I can't. You come and, and you, stop me. Hey, with their lawyers will. <laughs> yeah. They will come and sue you. <laughs> um, so this was all based on like if you want to put out an adventure that uses D and D's rules, but you don't want to like include D's rules in your thing but you just want to put out like a thing that's you know some new ip you, you know it's an adventure book for for D system there was this so this open licensing agreement from wizards of the coast called the ogl that uh basically allowed you to do that right it's like use the rules of D, but none of the actual like characters none of the ip just the, the normal rules, right? Okay. How hit points work, you know, how statistics are allocated, things like that, right? Got it. Wizards has come along, uh, and actually, I mean, uh, the, the final update to this, we'll get to uh, at the end of the discussion. Oh, there's guess, an update but, to this, okay. Well, yes. maybe, depending on how far. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you read your news article, um, the... Wizards decided that, you know, uh, this update was was written in a, a very long time ago, right, at this point, and meant to be, like, infinite and open and unremovable, just, like, forever and ever, use this license, whatever. Okay. Um, and they have since come around and said, actually, though, what if we got rid of this license uh, and did a whole bunch of different things, including, like, allowing us to use the content that you make? Ooh. Also, uh, you paying us some amount if you sell more than X percentage of things, uh -huh. and uh, you can't use this for cryptocurrencies or scams or hate speech, which is well, great. But that sounds good. Also, we get all your money, yeah. so mm. I, like you know, a, a real mixed bag and like mostly bad. Right, okay. I think was the general consensus for this first thing that came out. Uh, and to be fair, it came so this out is like, like a. I mean, it sounds it like, they're like something they put out. It, sounded, it sounds like they're trying to modernize their agreements to be more like a Roblox uh, style thing, where it's like, oh, look at this cool thing I made and I sell in Roblox, but ninety percent of it goes to the Roblox company, not me. It it was uh, not as bad as that. But yes, it was the kind of thing where like, oh, you're making all this stuff off D&D. &D. What if we get a taste, uh -huh. you know, and that, and that taste scales up the more you make, uh, you know, so there was this this came out, right? It, it was leaked by who knows. And uh, the community backlash was like swift and universal of like, this is terrible. OK, right. Uh, the people that make Pathfinder are a huge, huge group. Right? Do you guys know what Pathfinder is? I yeah. Assume? Uh -huh. Yeah. I didn't know that was a D and D product. Originally, related D and D related product. Pathfinder First Edition used this license, right? So they used the mechanics of D and D three point five, 
and then built on it to do a whole bunch of new Pathfinder specific stuff, right? Okay. Pathfinder 2.0 is a whole brand new thing that's separate from D&D. It's just a tabletop RPG. It's not really related. Uh, the people that make Pathfinder, though, I mean, Pathfinder First Edition is still very popular. And they came out and said, like, A, we don't think you can do this legally. We, we will go to court. B, even if you do take us to court and we lose, we're going to put out a different license that says we're going to put out these other rules that are that will be open forever and unrevocable and like looked at by lawyers that say like there's nothing we can do to get rid of this you can use this for free forever for all time and they're trying to screw us everyone come look at this stuff and look how great it is and everyone was like hey this is kind of great what if we all just did this <laughs> uh and wizards of the coast comes back and said well wait we're talking about changes this was a draft you know really <laughs> really stepping back from it they put out another version uh that supposedly was you know going to be better it removed some of the bad provisions but not all of them uh and you know was had some issues and some parts of it were better and some parts of it were the same uh and then the people were still like yeah but this thing is just the same thing we had and it's free completely and there's no other like problems why should we you've met us halfway but we could just go all the way back to where we wanted to be over here uh -huh. right uh, and now the final update is that like, actually, all right, fine. We're not doing any of this anymore. Just kidding. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to license the whole thing under creative commons. You guys just have at it, whatever, who cares? Wow. And, uh, needless to say, this is just a huge self-inflicted L, right? <laughs> just put your name in the news for no reason, huh? Like, it's just like taking out your gun and shooting yourself in the foot. <laughs> That's what wow. they did. Look at uh, my bazooka. So I blew up my car. Yeah, facing the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what this is about. And, uh, you know, so it, people feel all kinds of ways about it, you know, depending on how you feel about D&D &D and the rules. And, you know, they, they claim, uh, you know, they'll say we came at this from a, a good place. We really wanted to stop, like, people putting out, like, hate speech using our rules and, and cryptocurrencies and these other things but then people are reading between the lines they're like they just want to take all the money from people doing virtual tabletops and like you know i don't know man i, I feel I bad that they can't just like let a good thing be you know they yeah. have to like infinitely monetize and so D, D is making a lot of money how could we make more money or Let's maybe D, &D isn't making that much money D, &D is making a lot of money Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, and the, the timing is really poor, too, because they have a movie coming out. Mm, whoops. And you wonder you wonder if, if part of that was intentional on their part, thinking, oh, we have a movie coming out. We better get maybe ahead of the monetization. Get, right. Get ahead of the monetization of all the people who are like, maybe I should check out D&D. And I mean, they also have a supposedly, um, you know, they have a new edition coming out sometime soon, supposedly. They have a virtual tabletop system that's supposed coming out with that edition and you know the thought it was like hey we're going to move to this new license with this new virtual tabletop now nothing is compatible with the old one you have to use our stuff welcome to the D, &D platform kind of thing right yeah i had heard they had some sort of online platform so i believe they they do uh have that platform okay uh and one of the things that people did to show their displeasure was cancel their subscriptions to it on mass Oof. Yeah, it was a it was a big uh, a big drop in subscriber numbers. Man, I'm glad I don't read the news because this is fascinating <laughs> to hear about. 
Yeah. Cool. I, well, and I am oops. not in the tabletop RPG community, really. Um, yeah. Oh, we, we aren't I, in general, but I know we we were at some point D&D players. Yeah. Right. I don't I mean, harbor I, I, any ill will for D&D from my past. I just, I don't have time to play anymore. We got really into uh, Warhammer Fantasy, you know, after D&D, which was a little bit more complicated of a game. Um, even, and less you know, also even, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but even Warhammer Fantasy used, what, the D20 system, right? No, they eventually switched off that to their own dice, remember? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. To get away from yeah. D20. From D20, because D20 was licensed under that. Plus, thing, then you so. can sell dice. Which they do love selling dice, Games Workshop. <laughs> well, we're on RPGs. So it's time to talk about our favorite non MMO, non J, non gotcha, non. I don't know how to classify it because the more I think about it, the less classifying it is. Champions of the Continent. Oh, yeah. There's been so much going on. Well, they had a major update that we just happened to have coincide with you returning gee i wonder why that is <laughs> he's back to gloat jj i know man mr paid content over here destroying uh, all the arenas that we can't do finished all I his mean, arenas he's finished the tower <laughs> i still have gertrude to go which oh uh, yeah i'm sure still seems daunting uh, and i think that you guys are only like what one arena fight behind where i am uh and you're both ahead of me in the tower so well i'm gonna finish 50 tonight probably yeah there you go you're 10 floors ahead of me you know we haven't talked about it in a long time but the music in the tower goes hard it does it does yes <laughs> i'm glad you brought that up because it is great it's so good i don't understand how they keep turning out good music for this game it's just like you've got to be paying somebody a good amount of money to make this good music this game better be making a good amount of money because <laughs> I want to keep having good music. Oh, yeah. Man. I only got through floor 40 uh, today, but yeah, it's been uh, it's it's interesting. I think I will enjoy this as a fun thing to do a few times a week uh, when it gets to the upper floors, because I expect the fights to get very difficult based yeah. on the difficulty of some of these EX fights. Um. So um, I'm gonna guess like you know, floors okay, ninety Abby, through hundred are gonna be real rough. Yeah, I I mean floor fifty is level sixty refights of the masters of whatever in their hard forms with only three weaknesses. And you have to do it in ten turns to clear it the first time. Yeah, see, that's one where you're like, you're kinda gonna need to know something about those weaknesses or you're gonna have a yeah. rough time. I mean, so yeah. I got I got battered pretty hard because I didn't know the what the weaknesses, weaknesses were. As those refights uh -uh. That you can do from the book, they're different. Oh, no, because there are there are not as many of them. Yeah, they're they're different. Uh, so Herminia schooled me because I didn't have any of her weaknesses in the party. Uh, but you know, I could finish one of them in two turns if I had had two turns. <laughs> sure. Instead of one. Uh, yeah. I think the tower is interesting. It's weird. I wonder how much you'll use it and how after you clear it when you're not making that much income from it, it really is useful. I, like 
it seems like they've really, I mean, you know, it, it gated the, the currency purpose of it. Yeah. The only purpose of it is to level those ultimates, right? That's yeah. The only thing it gets you is the currency for the ultimates, but so you don't level uh, people's ultimates. Who cares? But you don't. More. What? There's, there are some, uh, there are items that drop on the higher floors, uh, to upgrade some equipment. Okay. But for now, mm, okay. for yes. now, if yeah, you get to floor get... 50 and you finish all the missions on every floor, then only the EX floor refights might get you. What is, wh- where do you start getting orbs again? Other than just nut farming. I don't change. That's a good, that's a good question. Cause yeah, like, what's the point in the tower once you clear it all? You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the exchange, right? That's the only place that's repeatable. Really? Yes. Yeah. You know, just got to get out of the garden. Because once you clear but, floor 50 and you beat all the missions, the only thing you got from refights, from what I could tell, was experience nuts. But I think that that's not the point, right? The point is to, you know, get those traveler seals, to get those, like, interesting items, you know, to get the orbs for the first time. And, you know, the challenge. Yeah, and, it is a challenge. Uh, because, like, some of the characters, like, look, let's straight up be real. Some of these ultimates suck, dude. Like, there are some of them that are just, they're like, yes, yes, they're better than normal skills. But the normal skills you weren't using either. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, all the three stars have ultimates, right, JJ? Yeah. Yeah. I unlocked a few of them. <laughs> Why? There's a couple. There, uh, so there's actually one, I think, that a bunch of people really like. Billy. Billy. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. For Why? Speed, for speed strats, because he is one of the only characters that has a combined defense and speed down debuff, I think is what it is. I, An AOE. Yeah, so it debuffs all enemies in defense and speed. And you can trigger really easily because he's a three-star character. So you can get his ultimate off, debuff all the enemies... And then, you know, your next turn immediately go into, like, massive damage mode with your, like, super <laughs> optimized team, right? Okay. Well, I guess so, I'll do uh, yeah, I, I leveled him, but, like, you know, are you leveling Nana, the level three-star three, three star warrior who has, like, a sword nuke? No, you no, had no. to do it once. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the tutorial, right? Yeah. And but, I think like, you have to do Jose you... once in order to get through a, a memoir. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Nana, Jose, and someone else. Connie, the three characters you start with. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. But, but like, look, you're not going to level any of those characters or probably use them ever again. Unless you want feats, I guess. Yeah. And so, you know, like, at the point that you're worrying just only about feats, like, you probably have other content ex- you could do. The exchange well, is mind. just fine. Yeah, you don't right. mind yeah, exactly. leveling through the exchange. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, but like, and then I mean, a lot of characters are going to get ultimates, though, uh, that we don't have ultimates for. And like leveling up a a five star ultimate takes a lot of gold stuff. So the the other thing, though, is that a lot of people are saying like, hey, really what matters is get the ultimate and like leveling it to level 10. Not worth it. Oh, right. Okay. And so, you know, I think that I was looking online at a tier list for this earlier today. And a lot of it is like hey, here are characters whose ultimates are like, basically turn them into six-star characters. Okay. There are L- only two. Lynette. Uh, Lynette and L- who? Ophelia. Oh. Their, their ultimates are just like 
super look at, broken. Look at Mr. Paid secret. Content over here saying he's got Ophelia, just subtly, just being like, yeah, Ophelia, I mean, guys. None of that was paid. It's all free. Sure, sure. Uh, the... Uh, and then, then there's like a whole group of characters who are like, oh, uh, okay, welcome back, guys Michael. Have <laughs> hate away, these, friends. These guys have good, uh, good ultimates that it's like, all right, it's worth leveling them up. But I think, is it the max level you need an awakening stone for, yes. Michael? Is that the deal? Yes, to get to level a five 10. star. Yeah, a five yeah. star to level 10. And so, a lot of these other ones that are all really good, it's like level them, but like you should use the awakening stone for awakenings before you bother <laughs> using it for the level 10. Okay. Uh, you know, then there's a class below where it's like, all right, maybe you should use the Awakening Stone for this level 10 before awakening the character. <laughs> right? Because, like, maybe they don't need the stats or, like, the extra... You're only using them for one skill anyway. Who cares? Or whatever. Right? Sure. And then there's the people where it's like, look, just get level one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the people where it's like, dude, who cares? Why are you doing this? <laughs> uh, you gotta link that list. Go. F- I gotta I gotta uh, see that. Yeah, it's on the... It's on one of the uh, Reddits for a site. I'll find it. Man, there's a lot of uh, quality of life stuff still missing from that game, like auto playing the the screens and stuff like that. Um, one thing since we I've recorded like tons of the the actual game, man, I'm getting really stuffed up during this podcast. Oh well, I've recorded a bunch of the game, but sometimes I'll be doing something like a traveler story. Like I had to do Alfin's traveler story because he popped up when I pulled like this last week. Along with Ulbrick and uh, I was doing Alf- Alfin's Traveler story and there's like a scene in there where he starts getting bit by a dog. Michael, have you done this one? I don't have Alfin. Oh, okay. I won't ruin it Look for you. Andrew dropping those like, oh, I have the one of the best possible characters. Who's like oh, a, is, is Alfin, is Alfin that good? Guy, yeah. Oh, yes. He's like you in every thing. Well, anyway, uh, Let's just say there's a point when Alfin says, bite me harder. And I really wish Mm -hmm. that you, (laughs) I really wish that you could go back in the game sometimes and rewatch scenes. Is all I'd say. (laughs) You know, I liked that. I liked that post in our chat. Okay. The one I saw anyway. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They need to get on some of that quality of life stuff. But. Uh, I'm still having a good time. I like the tower in so much as I think JJ, you're right. It will become a, uh, this week I will try the 10 free times to finish off a mission. Maybe, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to put together the crazy team. I'm going to do this mission for power only and let's see what I can do. Oh God, I have no good power characters, but let's see how it goes. I was, I was pretty concerned about like wasting turns on a floor and making sure that I could finish all four missions in one go. And now having gotten to the top, it's like, oh, next week I'll be able to finish all 10 of those floors that I that I need to do the break this, break that, break this, break that. And I won't have to worry about only having four people so I can like nuke down all the characters afterwards, you know? Yeah, the only the only floors where it actually matters on are the EX fights. Yeah, because yeah, because you have them, to finish them all at the same time. Yeah, it's all of them at once. <clears throat> and the yeah. other ones, it's like, oh, you get ten bronze stones. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting out of bed for ten bronze stones. You know? <laughs> I'm too lazy for that. No, that's level one for Billy. 
Yeah. Well, who cares? <laughs> their sixth anniversary, I think, was a success uh, for the players. Uh, but um, yeah, six month, six week, six. What did I say? You said sixth, sixth anniversary, six month anniversary. <laughs> That's my brain is getting foggy and my nose is we getting hope, stuffy. We hope it lasts. We hope it lasts six months. That'd be cool. Six years. Six years. <laughs> We're all over the place. Michael, you're you guys do without me. Michael, <laughs> Michael, you were supposed to be helping the podcast. So tell us instead about your Marvel catch up, because clearly my, my JJ and I—I I was just about to say Michael and I don't have. I'm just. Oh God. Take a break, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we uh, we had a little bit of downtime to catch up on some Marvel in the last couple of weeks, which has been good. Um, so, uh, we, so through... JJ, where are you at? Uh, I've seen, I think, most of the stuff he's about to talk about. Okay. So it should be fine. I, I have not seen Wakanda forever. And I have seen that. Miss Marvel. That's it. Okay. So we're still, we're still short the rest of She-Hulk, which we're watching now. And what a weird show. The most recent, the most recent two movies. So Thor and Wakanda. Thor's the new one i liked it okay <laughs> sounds like that's gonna be a discussion to revisit yeah you know look i didn't dislike it I, that's not i don't want to say i didn't say it's the best it was, one yeah it was i would i would have words if you did <laughs> that's for sure it's it's better than dark world you Lobar, the clear is- Yes, we're nearly at the bottom of the ranking lists. I mean, if you're doing the high jump, you can step over that one, right? Mm-hmm. But what about the stuff you did see, Michael? <laughs> yeah, so we watched uh, we watched Multiverse of Madness, weird movie, and then we yeah, not not what I expected. Uh, I didn't JJ, expect, you seen I that one? Hero yeah. turn mm-hmm. villain premise. Uh, y- you didn't expect the hero turn villain. Really? No. After not in this one. After the Wakanda show where they told you she's 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 not a villain anymore and then they were like, "Oh wait, no she is." Like full-blown villain and also feel bad for her. What a weird movie. And the one where they end with her studying the dark hold, which is like a legendarily bad yeah, book. They they're kind of like all over the place a little bit on that one, huh? That what that Wanda character just really fell apart. I think. Yeah, they felt like they didn't have a good. They didn't have. They needed to to write her out, and they didn't have a great strategy for it. Yeah, I mean, she got her own show in order to get her there, and it just sort of didn't match. You just the yeah, hard. I think the thing that hard right turn into villainhood and complete evil. I think the thing that bothered me about it was that. The show was quite good, I thought. Oh yeah, and the the movie, like because it was a Doctor Strange movie, then is like, well, we're spending all our time with Doctor Strange. We don't get any development on the villain, and then you're like, which, like, again, why do they always do this? <laughs> the villains are like integral parts of the stories. People like tell the story, please. Um, and then you just don't get any characterization for what Wanda is up to, and then it's just like she evil now. All right. Doctor Strange, fix it. Cool. Well, especially if you haven't, if you didn't see WandaVision. Oh, yeah. yeah imagine. Because the last, time, the last time you saw her, um, 
you know, was in, uh, was in, uh, in game. Yeah. Right, so she's yeah. yelling about dead kids and you're like, what? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of on you at this point. Marvel has basically told you like, all right, these things are like, they're, it's expanding. And it's funny because previous to that movie, we had always kind of been of the opinion, like that uh, it wasn't going to matter. None of the shows were going to matter. And then they did the 180 and it was like, well, WandaVision sure matters. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, it's probably not done mattering either because vision is still out there somewhere. The new vision. And, yeah. New um, vision's got to be the new villain, right? Because now Wanda's gone. <laughs> and um, uh, what's her name? Pulsar quake. What's her name? Oh, she's got at least two names in the comics. Um, the girl from who showed yeah. up at the, the one at the very end of that show. Oh, uh, uh, quake is different. I think. I think okay. it is Pulsar. I think is it's it Pulsar? Pulsar. The one you're talking right. about that has Miss Marvel, uh, not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel like powers. Uh, Monica. Ma- Monica. Yeah, that's Monica. that's yes, that's who we're that's, talking. Uh, that's Pulsar. Because okay. uh, Quake is from the Inhumans show, I think. I, Isn't it? I don't know anyone's name. I'm not indoctrinated enough in the comics. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Also, I've been playing a lot of uh, Midnight Suns, and they have deep comic book pulls, so it's very yeah. possible I'm getting influenced over there. Quake is Quake is. Um, she started out on what's that show? Oh my gosh, uh, Agents X-Men. of Shield, Agents of Shield. In the MCU, she was on Agents of Shield, and then I think she was on that Inhumans. Maybe I don't know. Move on. Michael's supposed to be talking about Marvel. <laughs> there's there's so much. Um, but yeah, so we moved on from there and then watched, uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, uh, which okay. is really entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's pitched, it's pitched a little bit younger. Um, sure, like yes. it's, pitched to, it's pitched to a younger audience, but okay. it's, it's definitely entertaining. Um, like the girl, they, uh, the girl they have playing, uh, Kamala Khan is really good. Is it yeah, pitched younger than that Hawkeye show was pitched? Still have never seen the Hawkeye show, so I don't know how to answer this question. Maybe a maybe a hair younger. Okay. You should watch that Hawkeye show, JJ. I'm not saying there's anything bad with it. I just never got around to it. Oh yeah, yeah. But you watched um, you watched the uh, Netflix uh, Marvel stuff, right? No. Oh, you didn't? Oh, never mind. You don't need to watch the the Hawkeye show then. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a a comparison. So I I'm pretty sure that in Hawkeye um the the girl is in college she's a freshman in college she is a freshman in, in college yes she knocks down the uh tower at her the bell tower. yep uh right. in miss marvel she is a freshman in high school okay so yeah let's pitch a little it's younger a, i would say it's a teen tweens yeah. teens not tweens teens teens, teens okay. yeah teens that's fine uh, teen shows can yeah, be good the stories the story does a good job of being entertaining so we uh you enjoyed it and it's short it's only okay. six episodes yeah i don't think they're doing a second one of those i don't think it was very popular uh no they said at the they tease at the end that uh she'll return in uh, marvels <coughs> oh the movie yeah so the the captain marvel sequel gotcha i like all these little one-offs that they're doing i gotta just do six episodes whatever yeah, it's nice to just like tell a little story and be done. 
really curious what you think about She-Hulk when you guys finish that one. I have finished She-Hulk, but he they have not. Right? Yeah. That's so we watched. I don't, want to, I don't want to talk anything about it until he gets to the end. <laughs> that sure. The first two. Oh man, don't the ending of that. Shut up, Andrew. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> I was just. I, I, we, we gotta can I type? Can I type? Uh, I want to type uh, what I was gonna you say. Text me personally. It was gonna be funny and not a spoiler. <laughs> You're gonna have to report back. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yeah. When you guys we'll, finish, let us know. We want we'll to check talk. back I in on this one. Yeah, Marvel catch-up is a thing now, I think. It's like homework, right? Like, eventually, you're like, oh, man, I'm really backlogged on this project of watching Marvel. <laughs> Feels like that a little bit. I don't mind the homework. I, it, you know, I mean, it just is now, right? Like, I, I've i invested. I'm pot committed. Let's just do it. Uh, there's a but weird... It sh- like all TV is like that, I feel, anyway, for... For me, Michael, you know, there's a third season of um, His Dark Materials out. Yeah, I know. We Gotta just get to that. watching that. That's been. They've been doing weekly episodes of that for like a couple months now. I was like, oh, shoot. I mean, we just yep. finished uh, since we're talking about comics. We just finished the first season of uh, The Sandman over here on Netflix. Oh, oh. yeah. We uh, Did- we still have to watch the bonus episodes of that. Oh, yeah. We haven't watched those yet. Those are just little bonus things. Did you watch that, JJ? No, it was never really high on my list. Okay. Well. What you, would you think, Andy? Uh, I had one problem with it, which was a physical, visceral problem, which was they used some sort of anamorphic screen. They used some sort of anamorphic lens-ish thing, look, in order to elongate people and make it more like the drawings of people okay uh you remember the diner episode hard to forget i'm not gonna say any more than that yeah the combination of content in that episode camera angles in order to uh let's say uh, amp up that content and the anamorphic craziness of that lens made me physically ill, like nauseous. I can see that. Mm. However, <laughs> beyond that, this is a great show. <laughs> Very good show. Very cool that it came in just two parts, basically. Um, there's like a first half and a second half to the season and they're just little contained stories and, uh, fulfilling stories as well. What do you guys think about that sort of first half, second half cadence? Cause Netflix has started doing this now. They did it with stranger things recently, right? Yeah. And this Um, now I really liked the cadence of it with, uh, with Sandman. I didn't like the cadence of it with stranger things. So I think you have to kind of go in with the right plan. I'm, I was a really big fan of the three episode arcs in, in Andor and I won't stop talking about that. So, um, you know, smaller format, more focused is the answer, you know? And Sandman is nothing if not focused. I just Uh, think it's important that you have like, you let the showrunner know the format and like have, make them have a plan. Right. Yeah. And that's why Andor turned out perfectly because they had a plan for these like small arcs, they did the small arcs. That was the show, you know. 
like set of small stories together, making one larger story versus trying to, you know, tell a 10 episode season and in then, tiny little chunks the whole way. Yeah. I'm right, having that like problem intentionally cutting it up like at episode seven to make a cool cliffhanger so they can do a second part or whatever. Like that's kind of, we're, we're having that problem with uh mythic quest on Apple where they, they cut up everybody into different groups and they've got this story that's just dragging on and on and on in season three. And it's just like, this could have been broken down into tiny chunks, you guys, and, and told in separate stories, but it's just dragging forever. Um, Oh man on Apple. I know you guys don't have Apple, but that severance show that got all of the chatter, uh, also a, a show that does very weird camera stuff to make you uncomfortable, but story-wise pretty good. They might be heading down the road of lost where they don't know actually what all the mysteries are. Uh, and then they get in trouble, but who knows for now it seems to be pretty good. And it's directed by Ben Stiller. Yes. That Ben Stiller. I assumed there wasn't the second one. Yeah. Dress. Uh, Lost is a. I'm, I'm shaking my finger. That's a dangerous road to hoe. It's, that show went there a lot of places and got a lot of people's hopes up and then ruined them at the end. They can go very literal with it, and I'll be disappointed if they do. Because then there's really no mystery. They've already told you everything. But it seems they, like. There's something metaphysical maybe happening in the show, and I really hope so, and that they have it all planned out. They learned the lesson. My God, I hope so. That would be that would be nice. Yeah. Even if it's not the answer that everybody thinks it is, right? You know? I don't know. Yeah. To be fair, the like the end of Lost is controversial, but it's not that that bad. Oh no, it's not that bad. It's just, but it, everyone just talked a, that show to death for for yeah. years, right? And so, like, that when was, the answer the when the answer is exactly what exactly what people have seen foreshadowed for years, they're disappointed. And it's like, well, you over you know you overanalyze things, you become a a uh, critic, not in the seri- in the sense of like a reviewer but like a literary critic where you're where you're critiquing and and analyzing then you're going to understand things and then you probably are going to figure out the ending you know what i mean like yeah so it's like the first internet craze of people getting together and this giant internet brain figures out where people are going and it's like well uh, sorry yeah i that one in particular had so many of the like first internet show kind of things yeah and you know, the show was not built that way, right? And, yeah. Well, I mean, then they also had stuff that they just decided never to answer, like, why are there polar but bears? When you, you know, <laughs> the, right, well, but would, you know, if you were, if you were playing the show from the beginning with this ending, you get to explain everything at the end being like, it's dream logic because you're in limbo. Spoilers for Lost. But, like, <laughs> You know, that's that that makes sense. But the problem is you don't establish that and you don't like foreshadow it highly enough that like the dream logic stuff never shows up and people expect actual answers and then yep. they never get them. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they're they're walking that line in severance. And I think they're staying on the side of uh, there might be some dream logic happening here. You might want to stay the core, you know, like don't think everything's literal. But I'm sure there are people that are like, it's all literal. Here's the exact answer. Like, okay, well, I don't want to know. So I'm not looking. So I don't have that answer. 
But uh, I think we have the answer for you on YouTube.com slash what? Slash at We Were Gamers. Yeah. This this episode's the answer. That's yeah. it. You can find us on uh, your favorite podcast platform of choice. Give us five stars on there. We deserve it. You deserve it to give it to us. Yeah, so then other people can deserve it with you. Exactly. Man. And tell a friend. You know what? You know, if you enjoy, if you enjoy yeah. us, tell somebody else who you think might enjoy us too. Text them. Text them like, hey, I heard this cool podcast with dudes hanging out, talking about video games and TV and other stuff. And also, hey, I haven't texted you in like three months. Let's go out for drinks or whatever. Because, you know, reconnect with your friends. So, Andy, you're getting a season two of Sandman. Oh, okay. They're making another season. I did not look that up, but uh, I'm happy to hear it. That show was uh, rewarding. Yeah. Because... Hey, I'm I'm glad they did the, uh, I think it was episode four, the contest, which is my favorite, my favorite scene from the, uh, from the books. From the graphic novels. The contest. The contest. The, the contest. oldest. Oh, game oh, 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 oh. The game. The game. game. Yes. Yes. Where he challenges Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> her too. You can't ever not think of her as that. It's true. I, everything <laughs> I ever see her in, she always looks like that to me. <laughs> yes. Um, interesting concept. I got to go, guys. Yeah. Okay. I'm, you should go because it's a spoiler anyway. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll give him a second to go so I don't spoil him on it. Casey watches He's it. Out. Oh yeah. Uh, interesting concept. Why wouldn't you just go to I am the end of all things to start with? I'm not sure. Right? Like, is there rules for the game? Like, you have to start somewhere that isn't at the end, right? Because you'd think the devil had played it enough times to know, like. No one beats me when I say I am the end of the universe. It's just called a transformation chase. Hmm. So you have to be able to shape shift from something into something else. So you are chasing me and I turn into a dove to fly away from you. So you turn into a hawk. Since you turn into a hawk, I chase you with a bow, you know. Yeah, there must, you must, you must have to keep some sort of like logical sequence to. But what's the logical sequence from her to Direwolf? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's very lightly explained. I didn't mind it. It was like, okay, this is fun. And obviously it was going to be that the dream is the most powerful thing, right? You know, or hope or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, You could kind of see that coming as they were going. It was like, well, the end of this is like light or hope or whatever you know like the thing that is all goodness is the end of this yeah but like how how do you get how do you not just start there i guess it wouldn't make sense logically if she started from direwolf for him to be like i'm all hope you know 
but what starts the game makes no sense to me. But it was cool. It was really fun and done well done. The show's well done. I was excited to see it. I was like that the storylines end when they're supposed to, right? Like, okay, I got the gem. That storyline is over. Right, yeah. And it's like, move into the next storyline. Ooh, <laughs> that, that diner scene. Fuck that. I had forgotten about it in the in the as a scene in the graphic novel, but it is uh it definitely came roaring back. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know how accurate it was to the the graphic novel, but none of it to me was like cuz I only read I think like the first thing. I don't remember the storyline with the um the vortex. Okay. Yeah. But I remember the first one where he loses all his stuff. Yep. Yeah, definitely an earlier storyline. Oh, we didn't get to your news. I uh, yeah, I just messaged it to you guys. Oh, they were skipping E3. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. That was rumored last year. 